Hi, we've got three stories from Curiosity.com to help you get smarter in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn what blood types and traits make you irresistible to mosquitoes, new research into how junk food is similar to drugs, and business tips for success from Amazon's Jeff Bezos. Let's satisfy some curiosity. Ashley, what's your junk food vice? I love like Nutella. I really love sweets. Oh, really? Yeah. I like peanut butter cups. Oh, I love those too. Peanut butter cups are good. Do you ever find yourself just like a bag of chips in front of you and you just can't stop eating them? I've definitely had that experience. Well, you're not alone. And if you're listening to this and you've ever gotten upset with yourself for overindulging in junk food, then don't be too hard on yourself because guess what? A new study has found scary similarities between junk food and drugs. Like cocaine-like drugs. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Specifically, it turns out that processed foods can hit your system with the speed and intensity of a controlled substance. And this is the first scientific study to support the idea that processed foods are more addictive than naturally occurring foods. Pretty important stuff considering there are projections that obesity could affect 85% of U.S. adults by 2030. In this study, researchers from the University of Michigan Psychology Department and the New York Obesity Research Center had participants look at a series of side-by-side photos of food, like pizza next to a cucumber, and identify which of the two foods they were more likely to experience problems with. Problems meaning signs of addiction, like having a hard time cutting down on consumption or losing control and eating too much of it. The foods fell into different categories, so they were a mix of high or low in fat, or in refined sugar or carbohydrates. Overall, the foods the participants found most addictive were all highly processed, meaning they had been altered to increase the level of fat and refined carbohydrates with a high glycemic load. That's a measure of how much a food will raise your blood glucose levels after you eat it. A high glycemic load usually signifies low-quality carbohydrates. Everyone struggled with the same core snacks. Chocolate, pizza, ice cream, cookies, cheeseburgers, and fries. And addictive drugs share some of the same properties. They're consumed in high doses, they're absorbed rapidly, and they've been processed. These foods are modified with extra fat or refined carbs and stripped of fiber, protein, and water to suit our cravings and make them addictive. Just like how coca leaves aren't as addictive as their processed counterpart, cocaine. And rats have been shown to get addicted to junk food too. Even seeking out highly processed snacks, even if it means suffering some kind of punishment like an electric shock. The researchers suggest that their research could lead to new public policy initiatives. If junk food really does hit the body like a drug, then should we treat it like one? That's above our pay grade, but it'd be interesting to see what happens next. I really liked this research because they specified what they meant by processed. I feel like a lot of times people talk about processed food as just like a general catch-all term, and I don't really know what that means. Right. But this was cool. It's like, oh, it's added fat or added carbohydrates and refined to make it absorb really quickly. And make it delicious. Yeah. But not so delicious for your health. Not so delicious for your health. (laughs) Last month, Bloomberg reported that Amazon founder and Washington Post owner Jeff Bezos is worth more than $150 billion. We would like to have that much money, and I'm sure you would too. So today we wrote about five of Bezos' tips for business success. You know, on the off chance it'll help one of us make $150 billion. I mean, I'd be happy with one or two billion, but anyway. I'd be happy with 0.2 billion. Yeah, definitely. So tip number one. Do not settle during the hiring process. 
Bezos has said that he'd rather interview 50 people and not hire anyone than hire the wrong person. Tip number two is to be stubborn in vision, but flexible in approach. Keep the bigger picture in mind and give yourself some wiggle room when it comes to finding solutions to get you there. Number three, be customer obsessed, not colleague distracted. Customers will make you successful, not internal matters. So make sure the focus is there. Number four, treat all good data-backed ideas fairly. An intern can have just as good an idea as a senior executive, as long as it's backed by good data. Experience does count for something, so leave the intuition-based ideas to the higher-ups. And finally, don't chase the quick bucks. Focus on the longer payoff at the end of the road. And in 20 or 30 years, maybe you'll have a few billion bucks too. We'll put a link in today's show notes to some more Bezos knowledge in an audiobook you can get for free with a trial of Audible. Today's episode is sponsored by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. You could get in a crash. People could get hurt or killed. But let's take a moment to look at some surprising statistics. Almost 29 people in the United States die every day in alcohol-impaired vehicle crashes. That's one person every 50 minutes. Even though drunk driving fatalities have fallen by a third in the last three decades, drunk driving crashes still claim more than 10,000 lives each year. Many people are unaware that driving while high can be just as dangerous. In 2015, 42% of drivers killed in crashes tested positive for drugs. Not so harmless after all, is it? And get this, from 2007 to 2015, marijuana use among drivers killed in crashes doubled. The truth is, driving while high is deadly. So stop kidding yourself. If you're impaired from alcohol or drugs, don't get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. So drive sober or get pulled over. Ashley, do you get a lot of mosquito bites? I'm actually pretty lucky in that. I don't get a ton of them. A lot of times, like when I go camping and stuff, it's usually everybody else. Yeah, I don't attract them too terribly much, but you know people, right? Yeah. Like that friend who always insists that the mosquitoes love them and... You Absolutely. look at them after any outing and it's bad news. It's covered in welts. So there actually is a reason for that. We got a question from our listener, Erin, who wrote to us at podcastcuriosity.com. Her question was, quote, every summer I'm covered in bites. I heard a theory that mosquitoes are attracted to people of a certain blood type, looking for certain proteins maybe. So I'm curious, do mosquitoes prefer one blood type over another? Unquote. Great question, Erin. Today, we've got a whole deep dive on our site into this subject. It turns out there are a lot of factors behind what mosquitoes like to bite, and you can control some of them. First, here are the things you've got to live with. We'll start with your blood type, which you can't change. Mosquitoes love type O blood, and they're the least attracted to type A blood. Your genes also determine whether you're a secretor. That's a term for people whose blood type antigens seep into their saliva and sweat and stuff. About 80% of people are secretors, so you are lucky if you're in that 20% that mosquitoes don't love as much. Skin bacteria is one other factor, but that's pretty nuanced. The diversity in population of the bacteria that lives on your skin can have a big effect on mosquitoes. According to a 2011 study, if you have lots of one type of bacteria, then mosquitoes will be all over you. But if you've got the same amount of bacteria spread across many different species, then they'll be less attracted to you. So diverse microbiomes for the win. And one less nuanced one, mosquitoes love carbon dioxide. So you can't do much about that unless you can, you know, stop breathing. Here's the stuff you can actually control. First, drinking alcohol makes you more attractive to mosquitoes. If you're cracking open a six-pack at a barbecue, then you can expect a little bit of extra attention. 
Mosquitoes also love lactic acid, body odor, and chemicals found in human sweat. So exercise could make you a lightning rod for mosquito bites. And finally, mosquitoes actually prefer you when you're wearing bold and dark colors like blue, black, or red. That's especially true if you're the only one in the group dressed that way. Thanks again for your question, Aaron, and we wish you a bite-free summer. Read about these stories and more today on Curiosity.com. Join us again tomorrow for the Curiosity Daily and learn something new in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Stay curious. On the Westwood One Podcast Network.